Hello, my name is Pastor Mark Sturmer with The Church International, and I would just like to say welcome to our podcast. I know God wants to use this to speak something very positive into your life. I know this will encourage you, help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And look, if you enjoy this, leave a review, make sure you share it with someone, and go ahead and subscribe so that you won't miss out on any of the messages that God wants to communicate to you. Well, look, God bless, get ready, lean in, and watch what the Lord is about to do. All right, welcome to Family Development. I'm excited, Cindy, to continue these teachings. Yes. Uh, I hope you guys were able to watch uh, Pastor Levi and Elle's video, as well as Sarai and Joey, especially you young couples. That is, you know, just a, a great uh, topic to speak about and learn uh, at a young age. And so today we're going to move further because one of the things uh, when you talk about marriage that is so important, Cindy, yes. is an intimacy. Right. And this intimacy, when it's lacking, uh, the marriage suffers. Right. And so it's very important that we learn about intimacy, and hence the title today, and you're already smiling, the title today is Naked and Unashamed. And I know when you saw that title, let me guess, you know, the ladies probably I want, I didn't want to watch I it. I wonder how fast you decided to watch it first. <laughs> I was I, like, I want to watch that. I'm wondering if the ladies were like, ah, I don't know if I want to watch this. And then I know the men. I know every man out there was like, oh, man, I want to watch this one. Y'all probably skipped all the rest of them and said, let's get to this one right here. Just a mindset of <laughs> of men and women is so different, but, you know, it's very important. And, and I say naked and unashamed and because it's biblical yes. and it, it brings you back to the garden of Eden before the fall. Right. And so this is before sin came in and, and really goofed things up, messed things up. Uh, you had Adam and Eve, they were in the garden, they were living life, uh, enjoying their time with God. And just had this, this special intimacy. They had a right. commission from God to uh, be fruitful and multiply. So one of the reasons for intimacy right. is, is to be fruitful and multiply, is to have children and to raise up godly seed. And so that is a reason for intimacy. But it goes way beyond that. But I want you to see how they were, they were naked and they were unashamed. Right. It wasn't until sin came into the picture that they felt ashamed to see one another without clothes on. And that's something that I want to talk about briefly, Cindy, about there's a lot of folks out there, maybe because of your past, because of things that have gone on, uh, you look at uh, sex, and I don't even like calling it sex. I almost think that's a secular word. Uh, I like intimacy. You look at intimacy and you almost look at it as dirty or maybe a, a, a being ashamed when we shouldn't, because those who are of us who are Christians, we have been saved, we have been cleansed of our sin, and we, we have been brought back to the original intent of what God had, and that is for us to be able to see each other and be with one another in that very vulnerable state and not have shame and, 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 and not think it's dirty. 
You want right. to speak to that a few right. minutes? And I know, you know, me personally, coming from where I had come from, because I did things backwards, as you would say. And so when I accepted Christ, then we were married maybe just two months later. I had to make that switch of what was sin before all my life. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay. And so it took me a little while to adjust, and it was through the scriptures, through praying, you know, and and the Lord opened my eyes that He created intimacy. He created it for husband and wife, and He created it to be something beautiful, and actually, it is actually ministry Mm-hmm. And so I had to make a shift because my sin had tainted what God said was beautiful. Yeah. And so it's important to understand that intimacy uh, should not be about our flesh. And, and I want you to hear what I'm saying here. Uh, it's not that you don't, you know, physically enjoy intimacy, but it's not about uh, the flesh. It's about the heart. The world makes it about the flesh. God makes it about the heart. And so, you know, I'm not going to, we're not going to explain how you should have intimacy and and what that should look like. And that'd be kind of weird, especially for my boys watching this right now. (laughs) But no, what what I'm saying is your heart, it's all about, you want to reach your spouse's heart. So intimacy is, and, and honestly, Intimacy in the bedroom is is really the marriage is an example of Christ and his church. And so Christ and his church, the most intimate time you have uh, in the context of the world that we live in is in worship. And so it's it's the when we worship God, there's an intimacy there. That's almost I call it uh, the spiritual bedroom of God. When we enter into that worship to the Lord, and it goes back to what you said, ministering to one another. And I think if we, you know, really looked at it biblically, where it's about our heart to minister to our spouse. Right. It's not about what I'm going to get from my spouse. Right. It's about what I'm giving to my spouse. Right. And I think if, if you looked at intimacy in that way, then right. we're going to have an intimate life that is pretty amazing. Right. Because it's all about reaching each other's heart. In the same way, Cindy, you would want to reach my heart as well. Right. And it's that, it's that giving of oneself, which is in 1 Corinthians 7, how, you know, I've decided that my body is not my own, but I give freely to him. And I do want to mention this. Uh, I know that there are so many people that have had to walk through abuse in this area. Yeah. Um, and so they're coming out of that, and you you enter into a marriage with some backpacks on, you know, some baggage. You're coming in, and I was there, and so I had to work through those things. And so I want to encourage you, if you've been, whether it's molested or abused or raped, there is healing. Mm-hmm. God can heal you of that, and then what, as you walk through that healing, you know you'll be able to give yourself freely to your husband. And so I want to encourage you, um, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay in that torment and that hurt and that pain. But there is healing and there is freedom with the blood of Jesus. And so I want to encourage you, if you're there, reach out to someone, talk to someone, get help. And also men, you know, and I say this with more 
many times it's women, you know, but men do struggle with this as well. But just the other spouse, I want to encourage you, be patient in that time. Be aware. Don't take those things personally. You know, allow, I know Mark was just so gracious and and allowed me my time and he was patient and, and just loving in that healing time. And so when you do that, you know, as he was patient with me, it made me want to heal even more for him. Mm. And so I just want to encourage you in that you don't have to stay there. That's the enemy wants to keep you there. He wants to keep you bound because he doesn't want that ministry to go on. And so the other thing I want to bring up in, you know, that first Corinthians chapter seven, when it talks about, you know, your body's not your own, right. you know, that it belongs to your spouse and it also belongs to God. Amen. And so I think we need to be reminded of that as well. Cindy's body also belongs to God as well. It belongs to me. And, and I want you to look in the context that if you're a Christian, your body belongs to the Lord and the spirit of God is inside of you and it belongs to God. Right. But he doesn't force intimacy. Right. Oh, I want you to hear that. It's not a uh, condemnation to make uh, us worship him. When you talk about intimacy with God, God does not condemn us into making us worship him. He doesn't, you know, uh, make us worship him. He doesn't, uh, right. you know, make that as uh, a forcing issue. And it's the same way with us. You know, we should not shame our spouse into uh, giving us their body. It right. should be it should be a, a drawing. It yeah. should be a willingness. And when you do that, all of a sudden it becomes ministry right. and, and you more tender, you're more careful you're going to show preference to each other. And, and there are times when maybe Cindy's mind's really busy, or maybe me. I've got pressures on me. Yeah. And you know what? Man, we're just not there to, to enter into that intimate time. And you know what we do? We just wait, and we pray for each other, or we take the time to, to get ourselves in the right place. And so I want to encourage everyone out there, you know, that whole idea that your body is mine and you need to do this— but the other, on the flip side of that, you can't, you know, withhold either. Right. You, you shouldn't use it as a, a bribery or manipulation or punishment. You know, hey, I'm, I'm going to keep myself from you because you did this, you said that or whatever. You know, you can't use that uh, as a weapon either. No. And so it's very important that uh, it is respected in the fact yes. that uh, it's really... When you have intimacy in your marriage, it is a great example of Christ and his church, mm -hmm. the intimacy of Christ and his church. And when you're going after the heart, uh, it changes things. You know, a lot of people, they, they make their, their intimacy time in, in marriage, uh, when you make it about the flesh, what Not happens the is the, the flesh physical. is never satisfied. Yeah. I want you to hear what I'm saying. When you make it just about the physical it's never satisfied. So right. what will happen is you're going to uh, you're going to desire more than what you have, mm -hmm. and then that's where that's what happens with pornography, and that's what yes. happens with fantasy thinking. Right. Uh, you know, allowing fantasy stuff or going to fantasy books that women will do, and right. and just all of these things are men going to pornography, and so because your flesh is not satisfied. 
because it's never going to be satisfied. And here's the thing, those things won't satisfy it either. And then what happens with the flesh, if you have to do more and more of it to get it uh, uh, enticed, and then you you in this spiral that is will destroy your life. Amen. And so, but when you make it about the spirit, when you make yes. it about the heart, I'm telling you, that's when it gets better and better. It gets sweeter and sweeter. And so I want to encourage everyone in here. This you cannot miss this point. You have to make your intimacy about the heart, and you're going to have. A marriage, it's going to enhance your marriage in ways that you can't even imagine. Amen. Uh, it, it really is. It will bring you to the next level of oneness, uh, of holiness, that will blow your mind. It will bring your friendship to a whole nother level. Uh, I mean, it'll be, it'll be something that, man, you really look forward to. And because it's ministry and it's not the flesh. And I just encourage that. And I also want to say this, too is because it's ministry and because it's spiritual, men, I just want to say this. Uh, we can't be harsh to our wife. Or our wife can't be nagging or harsh to the husband. And then, you know, especially, you know, from the man to the woman mm-hmm. and expect two hours later, you know, why, why aren't you wanting to be intimate with me? It doesn't work that way, does it? Right, because women, for women, men, let me tell you, everything is connected. <laughs> everything. And so just be aware of that. And it's not that your wife is broken or we're just wired that way. We're wired differently. You better thank God that your wife is wired differently than you. Mm-hmm. And so just be aware of that. Your actions do affect, your words do affect that time. Amen. And, and, and let me speak this too, uh, to the power of, you know, the way God ordained the intimacy to take place is when you have, um, the way it's supposed to work is, you know, a young lady, a young man, as they're growing uh, in their mother and father's home and they meet someone, they begin to court them and they're to hold themselves and, and not have that intimacy until it's time. You know, and the Song of Solomon says, don't awaken love until it's time. And there's a reasoning behind that. Because in, in when you get married, that's the place that your virginity on both sides, the male and the female, should be broken. And the reason why that's so important, because it has to do with the covenant that you have with your spouse. In the book of Hebrews, it talks about no covenant uh, is made without the shedding of blood. And so what happens is the way it's designed to work is when a woman keeps herself for the man and they come together and they have that intimacy for the first time, uh, a virgin will bleed. And that blood is an indication of, and it's a sealing of their covenant vows. And so that's why that night after you have the wedding, you have the sealing of those covenant vows. And I know, look, for a lot of people watching this, you didn't do it in order. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I think it would be very healthy to talk about that and go to God and say, God, forgive me that I didn't do this the way you ordered it. We had to do right. that. And, and right. God blessed us because we right. did that. And I want to encourage you as a couple uh, to do that. Re- repent to the Lord of, of not doing it God's way. And what God will do is he will supernaturally bless that union in ways that you can't even matter. Even if you, you already married and you've been married for a while, do this and God will renew. 
Yeah. Because the Bible talks about renewing. God can renew that marriage back to the original intent. And you say, what about the blood? What about the blood? Well, you know what? Jesus shed the blood. And so you can use his blood for the forgiveness and his blood for the sealing of that covenant. I want to add one thing. I know we talked about the men a couple times, but um, just, you know, as a wife, um, maybe, you know, you've been taking care of vomit and, and, you know, dirty diapers all day. You're tired. Your husband comes in, you know, and, and he is frisky. Um, and there have been times where, man, I am tired. And, and we have this beautiful relationship to where if I'm very tired, I'm like, hey, can we wait till the morning, whatever. And, and we do that. But I don't I don't do that all the time. And so there have been times where I'll just go in the bathroom and like, Lord, just just help me, you know, I, I want to give my, I want to give everything to him, you know, help just and stir the, that. And I'll be in the other room. Oh Lord, help her God. <laughs> but, uh, but I want not to, really, but I want to, you know, <laughs> to not, I never want it to always have an excuse or especially, you know, if, if you're working through healing of your past, never, never, ever underestimate prayer. Because this is what God wants. God wants something beautiful here. So on that day that you're struggling, that night or whatever, you're struggling, go to the Lord in prayer and ask him, God, you know, help me to be able to give everything. You know, help me to not withhold. Help me take down the walls. And I am telling you, God will move on your behalf. And one more thing before we uh, close it out, you know, this exercise of intimacy, which is desperately needed in your home and in your mm -hmm. marriage is, uh, you know, I'm going to call it uh, where you want to have a foreplay, if you will, to use a, a word to explain this. And, and what I'm talking about when I say this is being kind to one another all the time, yeah. uh, touching one another, you know, uh, just, you know, hugging one another, sitting next to each other mm -hmm. instead of away from each other. Uh, man, when you're walking in the house and, the, you know, showing affection to my spouse or if I'm in the home, she walks by, I might slap her on the rear end or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever your spouse, uh, you know, arouses or shows affection. And I'll say hey, this. And if your spouse doesn't like it, don't do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, and but it even helps in the home yeah. if you have children. Uh, it even it helps in the home for your kids to see that, wow, mom and dad are showing affection to each other because it shows the kids that you're in love with one another. And right. this love is a very important thing. And, and look, love, divine love, desires the intimacy, the type of in intimacy that we're talking about right here. Remember this, divine love works in divine order. And so when you, when you practice these things, right. your intimacy life is going to go to the next level. When, and it really, I want to get really back to the core essence of this, of, you know, that naked and not ashamed, but going after the heart, going after the heart, making it a heart thing, a spiritual thing will completely awaken your marriage in ways that you can't even imagine. Now, show any affection in front of the kids. Make sure you keep it G-rated, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Just I mean, wanted you know, to clarify. Cindy don't like me cleaning her teeth while we're kissing when the kids are around. <laughs> Some of you get that later. But look, I appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, Cindy and I get vulnerable. Look, these things need to be talked about. Somebody might yeah. say, well, you know, why are you talking about this? And, you know, in a church setting or in a biblical setting, because the Bible talks about this yeah. in a biblical setting. Go read the Song of Solomon's. Lord. <laughs> make you want to start sweating or make you want to get a room. Come on, somebody. And so, <laughs> you know, and then Genesis, what Genesis and Corinthians, and yeah. it just it talks about it in scripture, so we need to be talking about yes. it. And we need to have a biblical perspective on intimacy in the home. So right. go be naked and not ashamed. Naked, not ashamed. And look, I love the fact that as you get older, your eyes get worse. Because I told you him, know, I said, that is God's like gift, you know. <laughs> so you still think, man, she looks flawless, but it's like you can't see, so it's okay. Yeah, and if you got good eyesight, just dim the lights. It's all good, amen. <laughs> hey, but love you guys, and y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you.